0: your divine. Hi friends, welcome. This is it. We have over a decade of episodes unpacking stories and life to help you discover your purpose, your divine design, and what you are wired to do. This is Patty Lynn Wyatt. Please subscribe on YouTube or subscribe to Girlfriend It so we can be in it together. All right, welcome. This is Patty Wyatt, and I will be your host today. We have such a treat for you. And I want to start by just saying you know, many of us are overwhelmed in this always on world, like, there's never enough time for it all. And the answer isn't to run faster it's to work smarter to get results and take control of your life by taking control of yourself and that is what our guest today has to say blaine Olkers. he claims it is possible when you know how so welcome blaine how are you today
1: hello patty thank you so much for having me on i am so excited to be here and I noticed decades, I mean, hundreds and hundreds, more than 500 episodes, I think I saw in there. So this is an honor to be on. And I just want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for you to putting the time and effort in. It's not easy to have podcasts, make podcasts. So I want to thank you for that. And I hope we can bring some value to the listeners today.
0: Well, wow, Blaine, I'm over here soaking this in. You know, I'm a corporate trainer. And one thing that I always challenge and suggest for my hot, juicy tip is for people to give each other feedback. And it's rare that we're able to do that. So I I just want to acknowledge and receive that feedback because you're right. A decade of doing a podcast um, after, you know, so many years, it's easy to get into this place of apathy to go, Oh, it's so, it, it's so weekly. Right. <laughs>
1: so right, right. thank well, and, you for and, that. Yeah. And what yeah. you have is what I see in what you're doing, you have what I call the results ripple. And so you are actually affecting lives not yet born. There is somebody who's not even born yet that will hear one of your podcasts 20 years from now, 30 years from now, and it'll make a difference. And I really, I also like what you said in the introduction about kind of the divine side of things And my life kind of really did take off when I feel like I got aligned with what God really wanted me to do. And it was so, uh, it was just so good. It just felt so right that um, it's it's now what I do full time. So I'm excited to share that.
0: Well, I want to brag about you a little bit. You are America's only chief results officer, and you did a TED Talk that has already hit 193. Thousand views, which I watched. And I have to tell you, Blaine, um, I took so many notes and then I was training the next day. So I used some of your material. I resourced you, by the way. And I'm going um, this weekend actually to uh, Washington for Lockheed Martin. And I love your, uh, you'll have to say it for me, but it's what you think about, you bring about. And it, it. I keep saying it to, I have a 20 year old who's going through a breakup. So <laughs> I keep right. saying that to her over and over again. So when you talk about what we're doing right now, someone might not even be born and hear it later is yeah. fascinating because um, you have probably, If if I didn't have you on this podcast, you would have never known how I'm using your material to then impact so many other people. Uh, So that's that's fascinating. So anyway, I'm done bragging about you. I'm sure I'll (laughs) I'll do it a little bit more. But tell us a little bit. You love to help people get results and you know which habits bring success and results from your um, just your years of experience in doing this and also how to create them instantly and stick with them for a lifetime. So give us some of your lip smacking tips here.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for those kind words. And yeah, so this this first thing, this concept of white table, what you think about, you bring about. So we could dive deep into that if we want today. There's, I, I did do a TEDx talk about that. And and the TED talks are cool because you have to bring like one big idea, but you have a limited amount of time. Like typically they're between, you know, they have to be under 18 minutes. I think mine was like 12 minutes, but you have to do it really succinctly, mm-hmm. which I, I really like that. But this idea of habit. So um, I started helping people kind of get results, and and I feel like God kind of put me on the planet to help people take control of their lives by taking control of themselves, and I, I call that self-fluence, and so I have a training company called Self-Fluence. Uh, I always say we're powered by self-fluence, but it's the power that you already have to influence yourself like there's nothing new you don't need anything else uh and and all the things that that i try to teach are things that are self-evident there's a lot of science and brain science and research and neuroscience and you can look all that stuff up and i can share about all that stuff but it really matters like does it work for you and does it work right away so we are creatures of habit and you know, your habits can kind of make you or break you uh, in, in life and then also in business. And mm-hmm. so, I do have this concept, this technique, which we're going to unleash onto the listeners today. And that is the 21 second habit. So, that's how to create a new habit in 21 seconds, not 21 days. Now, if someone told you it took 21 days, they lied to you. I am sorry. <laughs> I apologize for that. It doesn't take that long to do it. Now, Now, there there is scientific research that if you do something for about 60 days in a row, then the neurons that kind of fire together, wire together, and and, and you do have kind of a a new habit born. But we're going to talk about a little bit of a hack here, so you don't have to do that. You can do it in 21 seconds. And the first key to understand is that you are already a habit master. And so a lot of people will say, you know, Blaine, I'm no good at habits. I can't create habits. I can't keep a New Year's resolution. You know, there's no way I can do this. I said, yes, you can. Let me tell you a little story. And so my wife, Beth, we've been married 30 years now, so that's good. Um, But she, luckily, this is past tense. She used to have nearly daily migraine headaches. It was just like Mm -hmm. totally debilitating. You know, it's it's, it's like an ice cream headache that never goes away. It's Uh. just terrible. Um, And so she was having those. And the doctor said, look, Beth, you got to do this headache log, like, like every day, like, What's the barometric pressure? What 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 do you think triggered it? What did you eat? You know what's going on, and you really have to do this log so we could figure out what's going on here. And so my wife would do the log for a couple of days, then she'd forget to do it, then she would lose it, then she'd have a migraine. And I'd Ask about it. Oh, bad move. Do not ask about anything during the <laughs> migraine time. Uh, so I, I learned that quickly. Mm-hmm. But what we did figure out, and this is this is the first key to the twenty one second habit, is that is that what we did is I realized that what was my wife a habit master at? Like what would she do that required no willpower at all? And so she is an ardent twice a day, brusher of her teeth. So she does the dentist recommended two minutes in the morning, two minutes at night. So we took the headache log. And we put it in the bathroom with a pen, and we put the toothbrush and the toothpaste on top of it. So basically, she habit linked. This is the first key, to the twenty-one second habit. She habit linked something she's already a habit master at, brushing her teeth, to filling out the log. So when she brushed her teeth, she filled out the log, and she did that ninety days in a row. So she went from losing it after two or three days to ninety days in a row that's what helped, you know, that kind of got the doctors on the right track. And now she has a migraine maybe once every couple months. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. But the first key there is you habit link your new habit in her case, the headache log to a habit that you're already habit master at no willpower required. She didn't need willpower to brush your teeth. She was already a habit master at that. Now there's this, there's a second key to it. And uh, I'll tell you the story. So, so when that happened, I said to myself, I have these two new habits I want to start right now. First thing in the morning, one was to use this, uh, a Bible app. Like I want to do this Bible app every, every morning. And then I also, the other thing I I realized I wanted to start doing was I wanted to take a mind shower. Now, now people take a physical shower and they wash their body and they get all the dirt out. But like, how often do you like wash your mind out? Right? So I have an app called Headspace that I use for that. There's a couple different apps we could talk about that you can use, but it's like a meditation app. And, and I would like to spend like I wanted to spend 10 minutes a day just like cleaning out all the junk, all the head trash from the day before. You know, the social media, the the negative news, you, you know, people that didn't understand me, family and friends that didn't understand my business or what I was doing or what a chief results officer does. Like I wanted to wash all that stuff out. So I asked myself, I said, OK, Blaine, what are you already a habit master at? What's the first thing you do every morning? And I thought to myself, well, I pick up my cell phone, my smartphone, my Mm -hmm. iPhone. I do that every morning. Now, sometimes the alarm is going off, but even if the alarm doesn't go off, that's the first thing I do. Mm -hmm. And so what I did is I opened up my iPhone and I moved all the apps off the first screen. There's like eight screens. And I just put those two apps on the phone. And so every morning when I wake up, that's the first thing I see when I unlock my phone. But I'm not allowed to touch any of the other buttons till after I do those two apps. And so this is the second key is that I surf the urge. It's called urge surfing. I surf the urge to want to check all that other stuff. Did my kids text me? Did I get any orders in? What are my emails? What's going on in the world? How are the markets doing? Like all these things, like I want to know, like I just woke up. I want to know all this stuff. And I want to check my email and social media and all that stuff. But I surf that urge uh, to do that. I surf that to get myself to do those two things. And so I did that. I started that 1497 days I think ago. Uh, it's cool because the apps track you know how many days in a row you've done it. So for four years, I've kept that habit that I created in just 21 seconds or kind of instantly through a habit linking and then b surfing the urge. So that's the key to the 21 second habit is habit linking and then surfing uh, you know surfing the urge. Is that does that make sense, Patty? Yes,
0: and I, I will tell you uh, a, a similar thing that I have been doing, and I, I call it goal stacking um, with the habit linking. And the the goal stacking is if I have a goal to increase my um, pushups an example. And I, I, well, it wasn't Atomic Habits. It wasn't James Clear. It was a, he's a rocket scientist. And I, I think it was just called Tiny Habits. And he suggested every time you flush the toilet, you have to do four pushups. And I was telling one of my girlfriends about this and she was like, I will never go to the bathroom again. I'll never flush the toilet <laughs> if I have to do push-ups." But it's that same concept and I love it. Because even if you're not going to do those push ups, you're aware of, okay, this is when when I do them, and this is when the habit starts forming. Um, the other one, the urge surfing, I love because in in so many times when I'm doing training, I'll say, "What is the first thing that you do in the morning and guarantee, Blaine, it's exactly what you said. they go i I look at my phone. It's not you know i just lay there and i pray or i think of the things i'm grateful for i mean get your mind right right you know go right. into quiet time it's i i look at my phone and it we're so connected to that heroin drip of what our phone does for us so i love the urge surfing and your your terminology it's so fun with the, the verbiage that you use and how you articulate. I do want to go back to your wife with the migraines. Now, logging that, she did the, the habit linking with logging. And then how did that help her with her headaches?
1: Yeah. So, so based on the logging, now you can start to figure out like what is affecting the migraines, right? And, and is it, is it could be, you know, barometric pressures, you know, um, and, and led them down the the path of looking at, okay, there were some hormones that she needed, some like estrogen and things like that, you know, uh, and then based on, you know, when they were happening, how they were happening, what Beth thought the triggers were, they were, you know, they could adjust the medication. And then there were two types of medication. There was like preventative stuff that you could take at night, you know, and that, that needed to kind of be changed. And then there was stuff that you take, like when you get the migraine. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and so by, you know, and, and kind of the way doctors work is, the doctor the, the better the data the better the doctor is what i like to say mm-hmm. so the better the data the better the doctor so the more information you can give the doctor the better they can serve you right uh, and so so that was you know so so that kind of stuff you know led to a change in all those things which then over time you know led to the decrease of of the migraines uh, you know substantially
0: yeah and Thank you for that. Because, yeah, I was curious when you said that with the migraines, because I know quite a few people. Uh, I don't know because of the pandemic, but I've heard of more and more people having these headaches and migraine headaches. It's like, right. oh, what's a tip there? Uh, so going back to the 21 second habit and then the, the urge surfing with waking up in the morning and not looking at at your phone. So making it accessible to you as to what's easy. And I want to add to that, because so many times, especially since we're all working from home, I mean, now we're going hybrid and people are going back. Uh, We're not all, you know, virtual, but there's this we're just on somebody else's drip all the time. And so when you are looking at your phone, you do start scrolling through, be it the news, which is never your highlight, right? Right. (laughs) What's going on in the world, that that's what you're starting your day with. Or you start going through emails before you're, you know, having your quiet time or going on a walk and just filling your brain with some good stuff. I I always think of um, Philippians. Uh, four, eight through nine, you know, what are we focusing on? What are we letting, it, you know, captivate our brain? So can you even take that into the next step of how you do that as you start getting on other people's drip with emails?
1: Yeah. So, you know, it goes back to what you said earlier, right? Why what you think about you bring about, right? So what you think about you bring about, so you really have to be careful, you know. And and the Bible talks about this a lot, you know. Uh, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It, it, is you have to control the thinking, uh, you know. And one of the best ways to do that, you you bring it up. How do you start your day, right? So we all know the morning, the morning routines. How you kick off your day really plays a big role in what happens, you know, um, later. And and you're actually waging a brain chemical war uh, and and it's up to you to try to keep the brain chemicals going in the right direction because if they go in the wrong direction very quickly, you can spiral down or very quickly you could spiral up, right? So a lot of times um, a great cause is, is done is the engine of more. So when you start the morning off right and you get stuff done and then the dopamine starts flowing in your brain and you feel better and you have more energy right now, everything goes in a good direction. The opposite is also true. If you're putting the pollution in, right, and you jump right into email, into somebody else's demands on you, or you jump into news, which is really just trying to grab your attention, you know, you're in a slippery slope on the downside. So that 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 first that first morning, what you do right early in the morning, that, that those first things are so key. And again. It's all about resistance. Where can you dial down the resistance to do the good stuff? And how can you dial up the resistance against the bad stuff? Right. Mm -hmm. So we could talk about there's a lot of different ways to do that. I remember I used to be hooked on Yahoo News. And so Mm -hmm. that was when my Internet browser came up. The default thing was Yahoo News. And like I couldn't get off that page. So I switched that. You know, in one of my moments of power, of self-discipline, I switched that to just be Google. So now when I bring up a new web browser, it's just Google. It's just like the search bar. Occasionally they have celebrating somebody's birthday or something. But, but you know, it's just the search bar and I'm not drawn in. Right. So I I kind of dialed up the resistance to that. Same thing on my phone. Like on the iPhone, uh, you know, I said I move my apps off the first page. Well, on the second page, I put all the social media apps in a folder. So you can move them. If you put one over another, it, it creates a folder. Well, you can name that folder anything you want. So that folder on my phone is named, don't do it. Now I still go in there, but my subconscious mind sees it. My conscious mind sees it some of the times, but, but, I'm, but I'm giving myself just a little more resistance to the bad stuff and, you know, dial up the resistance on the bad stuff and, but then dial down the resistance on the good stuff wherever you can. Right. So, you know, if you're not eating well, just leave out the good stuff. So if we leave out, you know, a veggie tray and fruit, that's what my wife and I eat all day. If we leave out crackers and potato chips and other things, mm-hmm. we're going to do those, right? So again, a lot of this is in your moments of strength, setting up the dials and and then just really acting on them. But the morning is super, super key. Yeah.
0: I, I appreciate that of put out the fruit and vegetables, make it easy for you to grab onto that, make it accessible. Um, My, my go-to, and this is a habit all the way back from college, before I would study, you just, all of a sudden you get the munchies because it's, it's a way of procrastinating, I guess, for me. And I would grab potato chips or Doritos because, you know, you're just going to have A handful, right? And then it turns into two and three, and then it's the whole bag. And I I do that and I'm I'm an advocate of of working out and and eating healthy. And yet I'll sit down and I know I have, you know, a deadline here. And then I'll go, ah, I really want to just chew on some chips. (laughs) So I'm trying to do that Blaine. where it's like, oh, okay. Or you can go eat an apple or you can, you know, do a protein drink. So you just have something to sip on. So it's those little things that you can change those, those habits by like you call it the, the habit linking.
1: Um, And the one key point there though, so, so we're talking about the 21 second habit, right? That's the habit linking and the urge surfing. So that's one category. Now the opposite category is bad habit elimination. Right, so that's different okay. than creating the new habit. So the bad habit elimination, you there, there's three key principles and maybe like eight sub ones, but but you hit on one of the number one is the substitute. Like if you're gonna try to break a habit, uh, it, it, there's three things: having a big why, uh, a substitute habit, and then minimizing the triggers. But but the substitute habit, that's like key, right? So so when you're gonna get rid of something like the potato chips what are you gonna put in its place? Now you could put apples, that's super good. You know, I replaced them cause I was kind of a chipaholic. I replaced it, little pricey, but I replaced it with kale chips, still mm-hmm. give me the crunch, still has this, this little salty taste, but super good, you know, for my body, right? So I'm looking for that substitute habit, but also kind of the big why, like why do you wanna get rid of that habit? There's a lot of power behind the why. I remember my wife's dad, he was a smoker for 50 years, And he tried to quit many, many times. He couldn't do it. I saw him try and he couldn't do it. And then one day he quit cold turkey. He didn't smoke for the next, I don't know, it's 15, 18 years, the last 15, 18 years of his life. He never had a cigarette. Well, what was it? It was one powerful why. It was when my wife said, you know, dad, you can't be around the kids if you're going to smoke. And when the grandkids came, the cigarettes left. And, and because his why was so big, it was so big of a why. Uh, and, and then so, so the big why is one, the substitution. And then the other one is to minimize and eliminate the trigger. So when you, you're you human, you're going to fall back into that bad habit. We're going to have a bag of chips or we're going to buy a bag of chips at the store. And we didn't want to do that, but we do it anyway because we're human and probably because we're sinners in some manner, but, but it happens. But when it happens, that's where you want to figure out, okay, what triggered that? and how can i minimize the cues and the triggers that cause that and a lot of times your bad habits your it, it can be stress it can be certain people you hang around like okay i got to be really got to have my guard up when i'm with this group of friends who like goes crazy you know so so but whatever that trigger is whenever you fall back into the habit so you can ride better next time just take a moment say okay what what got me there what led me to that that place and then minimize or eliminate those like the chips if you just never buy the chips like i have chips like if i'm at a party but we don't buy i don't buy potato chips anymore so they're they're you know out of sight out of mind right so anyway that's a couple things on to help the listeners with the with removing the bad habits
0: It's interesting because I try not to keep junk food around the house and I have three kids. And two out of the three, and I've actually had some friends that have made comments to me that had I had those, you know, the junk food available, then I wouldn't be such a craveaholic on all the bad things. I was like, okay, that's really interesting because if it's available, I will eat it. I will go face down. I just... I have to make it to where I I I run to the store if if I want that, and um, I thought that, that was interesting. What what are your thoughts on that? Like, I only crave it because I never have it around. I was like, no, I just
1: I'll just. Yeah, eat I it. I mean, it's a it, it's all about self mastery, right? So it's all about you getting to know yourself, and then through application, figure out what works for you right? What works for you? So for me, out of sight, out of mind works like for you, if I don't have it around, I'm less likely to have it. Now, the urge we talked about surfing the urge to for the 21 second habit but urges are like waves so they kind of come and go like if you can ride past that urge you know like i I do a lot of intermittent fasting love like i love giving my body a break saying you know what hey for the next 16 hours you don't have to process any food and it says thank you blaine I, i like that um you know but when i get hungry you know what do i do like you know what what do i what do i do to 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 ride that urge right so mm-hmm. one trick is i brush my teeth with this minty toothpaste and like i don't want to eat anything after that or listerine gargle or you know i do things like that i've got this like cinnamon gum to me that that is uh, sugar free but but it's it that helps me through those times you know but i but i have those things that that just help me surf the urge right and and when you're trying to break especially like you know, addictions like like smoking and and things like that. You really have to have a substitute habit that allows you to surf that urge. And so for me, like uh, it, it it turns out it could be kale chips instead of potato chips. Yeah. Um, but but I you know I'm not so sure about having the stuff around that could be like for your self development. You could say, okay, um, I don't want to eat the potato chips, so I'm gonna have one bag, and I'm gonna have the one small bag, like the little bag, you know. And I'm not gonna have it, and I'm gonna I'm going to gain self-confidence and, and self-awareness by not having that, that bag, of the, that little bag of chips. Now, if you have the big one, we're, we're in trouble. But let's say you get the little one, you know, and then you work with the little bag and you use it for your good. Right. To say, OK, you know what? When I finish that big project, you know, when, when I, you know, do blah, 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 I get the bag of chips. So you can use it as a reward. You know, I, I don't know. Food as a reward isn't always a good thing. But but anyway, you know, there are ways to use it for your good. And the same thing, it could be good or bad, right? Your smartphone could be like the worst distraction thing in your hand that you've ever had, or it could be the greatest productivity tool, uh, you know, known to mankind.
0: Yeah. And okay. You, you said so many things there, Blaine. And now, now we're at our countdown of a minute and a half and- Woo-hoo! I had this, like this huge, this is always the way I go to, I have this huge picture of what we're going to accomplish. And it just shows you, you can only, you know, cut down and really be able to unpack a couple of things um, to, to get into the nitty gritty part of it. But I thought it was interesting when you were talking about smoking addictions, that once your wife gave your father-in-law the powerful why and it, it was the children because so many times we tell people it has to be innate. It has to be for you. And that that is true. But I do believe sometimes your powerful why is also for others and to see how does that benefit those people around me? Uh, we only have one minute. I want to close out with a a big hit it out of the park. What is, if you could summarize everything into one minute of today's show, what would you say? What's the big tip to walk away and start doing today?
1: Well, I, I think from this show, you know, why table? What you think about, you bring about. But I would say the 21-second habit. Find something that you can have it linked to, that you're already a habit master at. No willpower required link to that and then find some urge around that to surf so that you can add that new habit into your life. Your routine could help your business could help your personal life. And, and I think now you can become the 21 second habit masters. Awesome.
0: Thank you for that. I can't tell you Blaine Oakers, what an honor it has been to have you on the show. It went by way too fast. Because our girlfriends are where we get our best tips for life. Find us on Facebook at Girlfriend It. Hit subscribe to iTunes or toginet.com.